Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we're talking about repairing after a conflict. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to repair and explain a little bit why repair is so important. It's inevitable that we are going to have conflict with other humans. We might get into disagreements. We might get into arguments. We might get into full-on fights with another person, with friends, with our family members, with our loved ones, with our partners, with our coworkers, our bosses. Conflict is inevitable, and that's okay because we're not always going to see eye to eye with another person. But repairing after a conflict is very important. And repairing doesn't always mean condoning or saying that the other person was right or uh, submitting to the other person, but it is allowing for healthy conversation to agree to disagree, to validate how the other person feels and they validate you back, even if you choose not to agree with each other in the final chapter of the conflict, you still love each other and care for each other and have a healthy repair and conversation afterwards. So that is really important. So we're going to call the conflict here a rupture. So there might be a rupture in a relationship. And what are some ruptures that happen? Well, it could be name calling, ignoring a person, punishing a person, hitting a person. There's some really negative ways to handle conflict, and that's rupturing the relationship. It could be abusive. You could give someone the silent treatment. If you never learned healthy communication skills, the silent treatment might be your go-to, ignoring Stonewalling. Stonewalling is when someone wants to talk to you and you refuse to talk about it. You just ignore them. It's a little bit different than the silent treatment. The silent treatment, you can get quiet the whole time. But the stonewalling is someone's really trying to talk to you and you choose not to speak back about the topic. That's invalidating the other person's feelings. The relationship is never going to be healthy. It's never going to get stronger. There will never be conflict resolution. It will always be an unbalance of power. So it's important that we learn how to fair fight. It's inevitable, as I said earlier, that we will get into conflicts and arguments and disagreements with people we care about. But we don't want to call them names. We don't want to throw things. We don't want to get physical. We don't want to do and say things that are wounding to the other person. And then we think an apology will heal the whole thing. Fair fighting is an important tool to learn. And I do have a podcast earlier in the season of fair fighting. So you can look that up. But Today we're talking about repairing, how to come back after a conflict and repair the conflict. 
with positive feedback, with active listening, with touch and affection, with behavior change. There's lots of things we want to do to repair. And it's important to do the repair, but why do some people not repair? Why do some people ignore the fight, avoid the conflict, avoid making up at the end or thinking the other person doesn't want to make up? People have thinking errors. They think in a way that their story in their mind has become believable. And again, it might be because of their trauma background, their trauma history. They don't trust other people. It might be because they never learned healthy communication skills growing up. They might have only seen conflict and no resolution. They might have been yelled at as children or abused as children and never had any repair, no apology. There's many reasons why people have these thinking errors and see things very dark and with no conflict resolution in sight or a desire or the know-how to resolve conflict. Here are some thinking errors that people have. They have the failure to consider the thoughts and feelings of other people. They don't have any empathy. They're not understanding how the conflict made the other person feel. They're always thinking negatively. They're thinking the other person doesn't like them. They don't care. They are horrible. They're thinking the worst of the other person. And this makes you not want to repair. They justify their own behavior without taking accountability of their part in the conflict. And they label other people. They've already made a judgment of that other person. So why repair the conflict when you've already decided that person is the villain? They are all or nothing thinking, if you're not going to be nice to me, if we're not going to get along, then I'm never going to talk to you again. We are not going to have a relationship. I'm done with you. All or nothing thinking catastrophizing, thinking the worst. So if someone doesn't text you back, you think they hate you or they're mad at you or they just don't like you. Or if someone looks at you a certain way, you think the worst. And again, this are trauma responses to how you were raised, how you were treated as a child or even as an adult and trauma that's made an imprint on you. You might think that it's the end of the world, that the world is falling down and you catastrophize assuming you assume you know what they're thinking, but you don't, you don't know what they're thinking. And you just have to ask, you have to have a conversation. Super optimism or toxic positivity. People sometimes don't resolve conflicts. They just say, Oh, it's okay. I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm over it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Meanwhile, the wound is still in them, but they're smiling through it. And that is toxic positivity because they're never getting their needs met and they're just pushing down the pain and not dealing with it in a healthy way. Jumping to conclusions. Again, this goes to assuming you just think you know all the answers. Black and white thinking. Some people can't read between the lines. Some people see no gray. But in the holistic world, we don't say it's this or that. We say it may be both. It could be both. Someone could be a generous, kind human being, but they could also be jealous and mean. They might have both sides to them. We all are complex. We all have sides to us. So the black and white thinking makes us think that they're wrong and we're right. But there is a gray line in there. And we need to be a little bit more thoughtful and compassionate with that gray area. 
rationalization. We rationalize our behavior. We rationalize their behavior. We come up with this idea in our minds and we never ever repair a conflict. We just move on. Conflict resolution is so important because conflicts build up over time and they build up within us. You might be angry about a conflict, but you just glaze over it and then the next conflict comes and you glaze over that and these wounds that are happening inside you is like collecting broken glass. Eventually they're going to hurt. So it's important that you deal with each conflict as they come up. People blame, they get angry, physically angry, emotionally angry, they use very hurtful words, they magnify the situation or they minimize the situation. They stay in denial. They make excuses. Some people take on the victim stance, like they're always getting hurt and everyone's always so mean to them. And they may even discount the idea of conflict resolution because it doesn't matter. I'm always treated this way. They'll never change. I'm not even going to bother trying to get my needs met. So they minimize the fact that conflict resolution may help them. So those are some reasons why people don't repair after a conflict. So here are some things that you need to repair in a healthy way. First is self-awareness. You need to know yourself very well. You need to know your triggers and what sets you off. When you know your triggers, you know that this is triggering me and I'm going to have a conflict. You have self-awareness. And when you have self-awareness, you still can get upset but you're not going to be so reactive because you are aware of what upsets you and it's not as volatile when you have that. When you have self-awareness, you're very aware of how your body responds. You know your first warning signs that you're starting to get upset. You know yourself very well and you know how you behave when you get upset. You know that you might get into victim blaming. You might get into blaming the other person. You might get into self-blame and you know this and you can step back and say, okay, I need to look at this objectively and really understand the conflict better. The best thing you can do in conflict resolution and repairing is first and foremost, step back and give yourself some time to think about it and give the other person some time to think about it and really become into a rational, objective place. Another requirement of repair is having good communication skills. One of my most popular podcast episodes is nonviolent communication, and this is learning how to use I statements and own your feelings. Whenever you say you do this and you do that and you, 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 that's, those are attacking words. Those are putting someone on the offense. And we don't want to put someone on the offense. We want to just stand up for ourselves and make ourselves clear and own our feelings. So using I statements is really important when communicating and also validating the other person's feelings, really listening and validating how they feel and showing them that you understand how they feel. You don't always have to agree with them. You don't have to take their side, but you have to understand and be empathetic and listen to their side. Again, you don't have to agree but you should be thoughtful enough and balanced enough and rational enough that you can listen and know that you can agree to disagree. 
Another requirement to be able to repair in a healthy way is emotional regulation. You have to be able to regulate your emotions. You don't want to be reactive. If you're reactive in a conflict, you're not going to think clearly. And we've talked about this quite a bit, that when you are in a reactive state, when someone triggers you and you move into fight or flight, the animal part of your brain, your amygdala, kicks in and the thinking, rational, executive functioning part of your brain goes offline. Emotional regulated people know how to stay online with their thoughtfulness. They know how to become responsive and not reactive. They stay present and they don't shut down. So emotional regulation is a really important tool to have. And it's If you're not able to do this, I really encourage you to get a therapist, a counselor, so you can learn how to emotionally regulate yourself. One of the best ways to emotionally regulate yourself is to take a time out for yourself. Step away from the conflict, give yourself some time to think about it, to become objective about it, to let your emotions subside so you can move into your wise mind. And the last part of repair is having a genuine desire to resolve the conflict. If you care about this relationship, if you know this is an important relationship, you have to really want to heal it and repair it. And so having that desire is huge. It makes all the difference in the repair because some people just don't care about relationships. Some people don't care about the other person. Some people want to be right and that's it. And they don't have the uh, desire to resolve the conflict. You must be able to compromise. You must be able to talk to the other person. You must be able to listen to their side. You want to come up with a solution. So many people are problem-focused, but if we can become solution-focused humans, we can move into a healthier place and come up with a way to live together even though we don't think the same way all the time. You have to be able to challenge your own perspective. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you are the one that's wrong in the conflict. And you need to be able to look at that. You may believe strongly in your beliefs, but you have to challenge your own perspective and really look at the other person. This person is telling you something and you love this person. You respect this person. You know this person is smart. So you have to really honestly look at their perspective. Maybe their perspective makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. But the work here is looking at it, challenging yourself, challenging them, having a genuine desire to come to some sort of understanding between each other that you can actually resolve the conflict and feel better about the relationship. Things that make it hard to reconnect after a conflict is not being able to express yourself clearly when the other person refuses to listen or hear you or you're having a conversation and they still don't hear you. Not seeing where the other person's coming from. You just don't understand their point of view. You don't understand it and it's hard for you to accept it. Not feeling valued, not feeling understood. Fear of getting hurt again or the trust being broken. Not seeing any remorse or intent from the other person. No change of behavior. They may say sorry, but they're still the same. And that's really hard to deal with. 
and not having your own feelings validated or acknowledged. So one thing that's really important after having a conversation and repair conversation is change behavior and feeling like you were heard, feeling like you were understood, feeling like there was some validation, feeling like there was some compromise, seeing change behavior. This is the point where you have to decide, is this relationship going to move forward or not? Is this a healthy relationship for me? Because if there's no change in behavior and you're not validated and you're shut down and not able to speak and be heard and respected, then this might not be the relationship for you. This might be a toxic relationship for you. You're always going to feel like you're not getting your needs met and you're not going to get what you want and desire out of this relationship. Here are some words for you to use if you want to resolve the conflict and say, can we start over? You're right about this, but I want you to understand this. I don't like fighting with you. Let's just talk. Let's try again. We're getting off track. Let's come back to our topic. Can I take that back? I do that a lot. Sometimes I say a sentence and it comes out wrong and I have to pause and say, can I say that again? Because it didn't come out how I wanted it to be. And it's okay to do that. That's a quick repair. When you can do a quick repair, that really helps to avoid bigger conflicts. So you can take back what you said if it came out wrong. Um, just do it quickly and efficiently and kindly. Uh, you can talk about how you're feeling. Let's take a break. That's really important when you're in a conflict is taking some time away from each other so both people can calm down, move into a emotionally regulated state, and then come back and have a really healthy conversation. Sharing your love, sharing your thoughts, sharing your caring about the relationship, that goes a long way. It really does. And when you're honest and authentic, that goes a long way. It doesn't mean you have to agree. It doesn't mean you have to change your belief system. But if you care about the relationship and it's an important relationship, you may have to understand the other person's perspective. You have to come to some common ground, some understanding. As long as you're both being validated, you're both being heard, you're both respecting each other enough to allow each other to speak, I encourage you to go back to the podcast about nonviolent communication because it gives you a formula of how to speak to another person. So if you are not in a place where you know how to do conflict resolution, using that formula will help you communicate with your partner, with your coworker, with your friend, and you both can use the formula and have a healthy conversation and really understand where each other is coming from, because that is huge in conflict resolution. Just to summarize what is needed for repairing uh, after a fight or a conflict is give each other time and space. Feel your feelings. Use I statements. Own how you feel. Really be a good listener. Listen to the other person. I know when someone's not listening to me and it feels very invalidating. So be a good listener and show the other person that you hear them. 
if you're having conflict resolution and, and you're in repair and you're starting to get triggered again, you may have to take a break and that's okay. You might say, okay, I'm not ready to have this conversation. I need a little time. It's okay to take a break and say that out loud. You don't want to storm off or walk away. Use your words and tell the other person how you're feeling. Apologize and reconnect. If, apologize if necessary. If you did something wrong, um, you don't need to apologize if you didn't do anything wrong. You can apologize that they've interpreted something wrong. But if you feel like you were right, then you just explain yourself. But if you know you're wrong and you're able to take responsibility, apologize. And make a plan for the future. How do we handle these conflicts in the future? How can we be better at staying close to each other and being able to repair quicker and not even having to go to this conflict again, resolve it and move into a healthy place. So make a plan with each other of how to communicate better in the future. Knowing how to repair makes all the difference and it makes you closer in relationships. It helps not building resentment. It helps in not being disconnected from the people you care about. You want to be healthy and be able to have healthy conflict resolution. Some people stay far away from any kind of confrontation, but if you love someone and you care for someone and this relationship is important, Conflict resolution is a skill you must learn and you have to step into your adult self, use your words and have a healthy conversation and repair so you can move into a healthier and happier place with the people you care about. Thank you for joining me and you are not for everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.